Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Let's just get started here. So it's just mediocre then. Isn't that what the show is? <laughs> yeah, we we pretty much uh, warned everybody. We've cornered the market on mediocreness. Uh, on uh, it's just good enough. Yeah, we're not just good. We're good enough. Hmm. Hi guys. Yo. What's up, yo. It's episode two hundred and sixty nine. <laughs> nice. Double nice. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, double nice. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us once again for another hang head banging episode of the Fubar Show program. But before we get into anything, get your Fubar Show swag at foobarshow.com. Find all kinds of items like t-shirts, pillow cushions, mugs, magnets, and stickers in tons of colors and styles. Go to our merch page found at foobarshow.com to check it all out. Next up, click on the link for SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric, at the bottom of foobarshow.com for music, tour dates, and merch. On Saturday, April 23rd, I will be at Boondocks in Corona, California, playing with The Fallen Electric. It's going to be an all-nighter, playing from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., free to enter, great award-winning food, and a full bar available for, uh, for you to properly enjoy The Fallen Electric. And lastly, Grastor, everybody! Now servicing all of Southern California and the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the best cannabis delivery service I've ever used, bar none. Go to foobarshow.com and click on our Grastor banner. And first-time users get 30% off of their poiches. Thank you to those who have shared or clicked on our banner and continue to show us some love. And now, episode 269. <laughs> Here we go. Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Food Show. Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Josie. And I'm Josh. And Steph. Thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Remember to hit subscribe and be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend like a champ. You can also listen in and get our swag at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And follow F-O-O-Barshow on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Join in, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Hey, yeah. foo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck you guys. Uh, I'm excited for today, man. And uh, you want to know why? Why? 
Why food? We, Tell me. We have a special musical guest on tap for today, and we'll be uh, we're gonna we've recorded a little out of order, and so first segment uh, after our, our 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 banter, I guess is what you call it, our our uh, our introductory minutia, it will be music like highlights. Yeah. It's going to be Dianthus. Uh, they're a local band here in Southern California. They're, they've been doing some great things. They play some awesome metal music. And so we'll be talking to them. And then we're going to be going into the usual crap, the geeking out. And we've got sports today, right, Josh? we got a, some uh, sad and uh, some sad news coming out of sports today. It's just all sadness, Foo. All sadness from sports right. lately. Damn. Damn. All right. So we got emo sports today. Mm. And... And so, uh, first things first, man. Uh, welcome back, Josh. Uh, you, you're you're remote today because I asked you to be. Because uh, I you got told me, you <laughs> told me get the fuck out of here. You <laughs> <laughs> did not want me in that house. No, well, you know, I, I got a. Uh, there's a lot going on here in the in the Foo Bar house in the Foo Bar studios. Food? Well, um, today, uh, Steph, you became a second degree black belt in Steph Kwando. Hiya. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, the test was earlier this afternoon, and it was a. It, you know, it actually wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be, considering we've been in a hundred degree heat wave yeah. as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but two hour physical testing, you know, and it's going to wipe out anybody. Yeah, dude. Like uh, part of the test was like do do a hundred sit ups or do mm-hmm. uh, one hundred kicks. You know, like so somebody's holding the pads and you got to like kick and and as a second degree black belt, you had to do a double kick. Right, a hundred it, times. It's a it's a double roundhouse kick and every two kicks, that's one count. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, two hundred. It's kicks. like a push up. It it has both a, a down and an upward position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. Steph, n- you know what? You may be a second degree black belt, but I'm still going to talk shit about Morbius because it's my goddamn <laughs> Get ra- the fuck <laughs> out of here. So I will take oh two roundhouse god. kicks to the face oh and my still god. talk shit about Morbius. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so, a good movie. It's a good movie. So last night I was playing a show out in Highland, California, fucking middle of nowhere, right? <laughs> um, I put my phone down so that I can play a show. And in the, throughout the course of this like forty-five minute period, there's just a a slew of shit talking memes against Morbius from you and the Foo against Steph. <laughs> and then like later on, and then okay, so then I pick it up. I notice how many texts came through the chat, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not looking at it until I'm I'm in the car on the way home. And, <laughs> and then I'm just like, what the fuck did I just walk into? Like you guys probably pulled the like it was a marathon of memes yeah talking shit about morbius and i and i'm that i'm here for it you know what's hilarious <laughs> is that josh had them all ready to go he was just waiting oh. for the oh, right moment you don't you, you don't even know how it was on the other side of this he was just he, we, oh post we, post 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 i need well, a gameplay like tell me how this went down well we'll get into it and in geeking out but well it, we, we had just come out from sonic so I'm in the car with the foo, you know, with our two nephews in the back seat. All right. We decided to go to In-N-Out. So I'm in In-N-Out, and then I read, because I'm just looking up, you know, anything on Nerd News, and I found the Chive had a post on the Morbius memes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be gold. <laughs> let, me, let me see what I got here. <laughs> Boom. Right off the bat, son. I'm just like, oh, my God. I was like, foo. And he's just like, holy shit. I'm like, that's it. 
I'm going to bombard these motherfuckers <laughs> with all of them. <laughs> so, dude, I'm like feverishly like screenshotting them, saving, screenshot saving. And then I saved them all at once because I'm like, look, I'm going to do this all at once. And then I'm going to send all of them all at once. So it just bombards all both of them wherever the fuck they're at. <laughs> And right off the bat, dude, I threw them all out. I was just <laughs> the food was just like, dude, this is amazing. This is the greatest thing. Well, I've it wasn't seen in just a, it wasn't just a quantity thing. The quality of these fucking memes, all of them, all of was them, was insane. Gold, My God, like they were. I did not find a. This was like the hottest <laughs> streak I've ever had in meme in memeing, dog. <laughs> like, I was like, yes, he's trigger happy. This guy, and and it's like, and the previous week was the Will Smith memes, and then I didn't think anything could one up a string of Boom. memes like this. <laughs> and you got him. You just pulled them up. Can can you share some with us, there, Steph? Uh, this one is a picture of the Morbius poster, and it says "run" or "tomato meter" nineteen percent, uh-huh. and then it cuts to a picture of William Defoe. Fucking William Defoe. Is it Jared Leto? You can't do this to me. You know how much I sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just got kicked out of Morbius for laughing too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, there's this one by uh, Jervis uh, Jervis Scarlet. Be careful out there, everyone. I had two Morbius tickets in my car, and someone broke in and left four more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like this one. Morbius getting bad reviews is a picture of uh, George Costanza. George in the hospital? (laughs) It was supposed to be the summer of Morbius. Summer of Morbius. (laughs) (laughs) Or this one, where it's uh, Goku and Vegeta in the desert, and they say, uh, let's find somewhere somewhere empty and they're in the theaters and morbius is in the background <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> these man. are pretty funny but fuck you now now are you actually gonna watch the movie there josh yes when it's know. on plex food when it's on plex this these memes they they are gold but they do not warrant me spending seven dollars at the movie theater oh uh, okay yes i said seven dollars <laughs> i'm that cheap seven well, yeah, you I mean, can't that, even that's find it for seven bucks. That's lower than like driving prices, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. dog. Well, uh, another reason why you're not here is because I also have to uh, I have to dip out almost immediately after uh, finishing off doing the pod here. Uh, um, our, our friends in Twenty Two Salute uh, pulled out a uh, a full length album today. They 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 dropped it, so they're having a party, and I, they invited me over, and I figured, hey, this this might be an opportunity to find a bass player. Because get it really drunk, yeah, and, and and of course, of course, that goes without saying there, <laughs> Josh. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be uh, giving them some love. And coincidentally, man, uh, Twenty Two Salute played a show with Dianthus, who we're gonna be talking about in just a, f- a couple of few here, and uh, and I'm excited because um, it's just good good music happening in Southern California, particularly the Inland Empire, man. Um, I don't know what it is about like the the community that's being built that's just kind of empoised. Um, throughout COVID, uh, just bands have been crazy writing new music, just waiting to drop at, you know, at, this is the time, this is the time, this, this kind of fucking bubble of COVID, because we're supposed to be expecting another wave, I guess. Mm-hmm. But this bubble, like this fucking 
what is it? What do you call it? The, the eye of the storm right now where everybody's just playing shows and just having a great time and networking and, and this whole thing. It's, it's a good time to be alive if you live in the Inland Empire um, because, man, everything else is just saturated. If you go west of here, you can go into L.A., San Diego. The communities there aren't as tight-knit as they are here, and um, they're, they're hard to find. So um, it's, just, it's just a bunch of good, good stuff. Are you predicting a new summer of love, Foo? Uh, as soon as shit opens <laughs> I, I hope so man I hope so we'll see uh, yes orgies everywhere orgies everywhere dude you have no clue <laughs> my dreams so um, and let me ask you since we're on the topic of orgies um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> let me dovetail this into this so alright so two people it's just sex right three people is a threesome Mm-hmm. At what point does it become an orgy? Because some people, you know, I've I've heard the the terminology turn into you know a foursome. But would would one argue that it's an orgy when it's more than three people involved? When does it become I would an orgy? Say so. I would I would say it becomes an orgy when you have at least four. Yeah, because essentially, yeah, you know, because when it's three, you got to be very creative to have all three of you doing you know being active at the same time Mm -hmm. but when it's four you could break off into two you know subgroups right you know know, two people over there two people over there and then you can still get creative and have all four interact at the same time but then you know that becomes work and eh, you know yeah yeah we've all established that you're a power bottom there josh (laughs) 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 yeah you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to lift a fucking finger much less your own dick uh, <laughs> <laughs> why well, have the girl do all the work i'm just saying dog <laughs> yeah um all right well anyway i uh that, that's really all i had for this intro man i didn't think that it would uh that it would divulge into uh, orgy talk well this has been the orgy talk i say you know appropriately it's, it's episode 269 <laughs> but um i i don't want to waste any more time so i want to just get right into uh dianthus uh, they're, they're in the they're in the waiting room right now since we're doing this over zoom and uh so uh, you guys just so want to go ahead and do this yeah. yeah all right we'll be right back Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500 Welcome to Total Wine and More. I'm on cooler duty this weekend. Fill it up with seltzers and canned cocktails. Oh, wow, great prices. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, B21. You take pride in your work, and so do we. We're Northern Tool, and we have every tool you can imagine, and some you've only dreamt about. Plus, our service and product knowledge is legendary. Find your pride and joy at Northern Tool. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work.
Our anniversary sale is on at Northern Tool and Equipment. Save hundreds on pressure washers, sprayers, trailers, lawn and garden equipment, power tools, and more. Shop in-store or northerntool.com. Well, guys, as promised, we have Dianthus on today. Uh, we have Jessica and Jackie of Dianthus. Say hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. What's up? What's up, man? We are so excited to have you on. We've been, uh, amongst ourselves, we've been talking about having you on for a little bit. Uh, and then we had the courage of actually hitting you up. Well, at least Steph is the one who hit you up. Uh, we're kind of a tag team when it comes to reaching out to Ben. So she'll initiate and then I'll just kind of continue it from there. So you've been talking to the both of us this whole time. And so... Um, uh, we're, we're excited because not only do you play awesome music that we really enjoyed, and we're going to play a little bit of, of your tracks uh, coming up here in this segment, but um, we wanted to just quickly ask you, because we're, we're a group of nerds here, and we talk about comic books, and before we get into the music, we wanted to ask you about that comic book project that you guys have coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, we're very excited. Um, it's our first comic book that we've ever worked on. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a good supplement to our record that just came out, Realms. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're very excited. Um, it's been a long time in the making, but um, it's almost done. We're just working on um, the captions and stuff, but yeah, it'll be out very soon. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, all the comic book geeks out there, yeah, you were coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> Realms is coming. So. Yeah, no, that's exciting. So it's it's a conceptual album that ties in directly with the comic book, correct? Kind of like a yeah. Coheed and Cambria type of style approach? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah a lot of bands, um, you know, dive into that world too, because um, even the album art itself, um, mm -hmm. for our record realms, it's kind of mystical and fantasy-like. So we wanted mm -hmm. to create more of, um, you know, a bigger picture with the story. So. Yeah. yeah. How do you go about finding like, uh, or, or or maybe you guys did it on your own, but who who did the artwork? Who who put it all together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We had a great team um, at the the Kubert School. Mm -hmm. They're based out of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, so we had um, Adelia do all of the the drawings, and um, the person who did the cover image is different. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Adelia did most of the drawings, and she's very talented and really executed our vision for that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Super cool to see it all come together. Yes. And is it going to be released in, in volumes? Is it just one contained or like, tell, tell me a little bit about how that's going to be released. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're kind of thinking about, um, you know, creating like a series possibly too. Cause, um, you know, as of now, we just have the album out, mm -hmm. but um, as far as the comic book, it, um, there's never enough pages to tell the full story in, into one medium. So yeah. we might break it up into series, but um, it does feature um, some good backgrounds behind some of the songs. As long as you don't do like a final season part one, two, and three, like Attack on Titan has been doing to us for the last <laughs> oh, couple of years. Oh. My God. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, too yeah. much. Too yeah, much. You got to stretch off the plot, you know, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just give us a movie if that's what you're going to do. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like a, a whole concept into that. But, right. Know, it would be cool to be a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys... Uh, willing to share what like the major plot points are or like kind of give us a preview of what what uh, what it's all about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, we won't go into of course yeah, too yeah much detail no spoilers for you guys but um it's, we'll highlight like you know basically what um what it touches on so um the comic book it's definitely going to be um you know telling the story of um two girls which is basically us and mm -hmm. a parallel universe so mm -hmm. to speak so 
um, kind of, yeah, very conceptual um, a fantasy world, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we kind of go through a lot of different, um, you know, ups and downs, of course, but we yeah. discover things along the way. And that's uh -huh. where um, the title Realms comes into play. Awesome. Yeah. Also, too, um, as far as like the character names, we can talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. but, um, yeah. My character is actually Nora, so it's kind of like our alternate, um, alternate names. personality. Yeah. yeah. Like alter egos kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ego, yeah. And yeah. hers is Nessie, so Nora. And Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are names from the album tracks too. So. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, your, your names currently have the alliteration going on, so why not do it in the exactly. <laughs> with your other ones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right exactly. on. And um, I, I want to quickly give your, your other bandmates, I noticed that, you know, you, you, you're a four-piece band, correct? Yes. When you do right. live, what, you want to give your other bandmates a shout-out? Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. Um, yeah, we're very privileged to uh, be showing the stage with them. Um, yeah, they're definitely prog metal fans, so <laughs> that makes it even better. Um, but yeah, our guitarist, our second guitarist, um, is Doug Wyand. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he's fantastic. Um, and our bass player is um, Gavin Carney. So yeah, yeah. they yeah. really help us to fill in that metal sound. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And and I I, I got to say, um, uh, who who's the drummer? <laughs> That's me. Yeah, Jessica. You you tear yeah. it up, man. <laughs> Thank you. You tear it up so <laughs> hard. And and you do guitars, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah, I do guitar It's so, it's just so solid. It's just so solid. And I, and I uh, saw a couple clips of you guys playing last night. Um, as we record this right now, it's Saturday. So Friday night, y'all played the uh, um, one of the rooms out there in the House of Blues in Anaheim, correct? Yeah, yeah, the you, foundation room. Yeah. yeah, the foundation room, and and this was a uh, th this was kind of like a pre-show before Bad Religion went on and took the stage, and you also played with our friends Twenty Two Salute. Yes, yes, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, well, they, um, you guys um, know those guys too. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was the first time we actually um, met them face to face mm -hmm. and finally played a show. Yeah, and it was just yeah a perfect synergy. Their music's awesome. So yeah, they're yeah. awesome and they're great people too. Yeah, I've known those guys for years. In fact, my band played with them last week in Corona, and um, it's been a while since I've shared a stage with them. So yeah, it's it's awesome and serendipitous that you guys also um, shared a stage with them not too long ago. Um, yeah, yeah, great guys. And I know I, I want to focus uh, on Deanthus, but uh, they have a they have a full length album that just came out today, if I'm not mistaken. So. Everybody, you know, show them some love. Uh, but going back to you, uh, Dianthus, the name, it's a flower, right? Yeah, it is. Is, is it, it your is. favorite flower? Is that why you chose it? Um, it's actually, well, yeah, it's one of our favorites, but mm -hmm. we actually chose it because it's a very unique um, meaning behind it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like it stands for longevity and it also represents as well because it's a flower. It's got that feminine aspect to it. Yeah, and um, I think it means love actually in yeah, Greek. I believe so. Yeah, in Greek it means love. So you know that that's kind of what we want to um, give off to people because we want to spread a positive light in metal. Mm -hmm. And you know, plus we're yeah females in metal, so it yeah it fits us well and it mm -hmm. sounds um, pretty metal too. So. It's, it's simple too. Diantis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With it, so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's awesome. I um, I always like to ask bands, you know, where they came up with their names. Uh, oftentimes, it just really means nothing, uh, <laughs> but I like it when it actually has a meaning and and some thought behind it, like like you guys did with yours. So, 
Um, that, that's awesome. Now, before we get into any, any more into the thick of it, I wanted to just share with everybody uh, some of your um, upcoming things that are coming out. I, I know that you have the, the comic book coming out real soon, but you also shared that in uh, you're going to be in Vegas with a band called Angel uh, in June, right? June 10th? Yes. Yeah. June 10th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're going to be sharing a few um, dates on their tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, we're good friends with the keyboardist um, of Angel. His name is mm-hmm. Charlie and he helped us out a lot on um, our label, Deco Entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're very stoked. Um, you know, a lot of people um, are aware of them because they're kind of like the alternate um, of Kiss, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all white. Yeah, all white. all black. Okay. <laughs> they have prog elements too. So yeah, we're excited for those two shows. Yeah, for sure. Do they wear the makeup too? Um, I'm not sure about the makeup. I, I think know. they wore like sunglasses or maybe it was the singer. I don't know. They had a cool aesthetic, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Punky Meadows. I think that wore the sunglasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have to find out. <laughs> yes. There's something to say about wearing makeup. Um, and, and Kiss is, they're geniuses for doing something like that, right? Where they can yeah. age, but you can't tell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. And it's perfect for um, the music of rock and roll. You know, it's mm-hmm. you got to be a character on stage. It's very appealing to people. So yeah. It's more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, for sure. Um. Well, uh, I'm excited to play some of your songs, and, and I want to start with one in particular, if that's all right with you. Before we get into any of that, though, I wanted to just share where we can find you online. Yeah, if you yes. can tell yeah, us. we do have um, social media. Mm-hmm. So um, we got Instagram, Dianthus Band, and Facebook, just type Dianthus Band as well. And um, mm-hmm. our website, dianthuslive.com, that's where you can find everything and stay connected with us. Right on. Yeah. Well, the first song that we uh, that we picked for today, uh, coming out of your Realms album, is the self-titled. I'm sorry, the uh, the title track of the Realms huh? album, Realms. So uh, let's take a minute and listen to that. Right.
Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. That's a jam. Thank you. Yeah. Josh, you said you wanted to ask him something. I think you're on mute, brother. Yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> I said that was badass. Um, so I was actually playing the music video um, in the background as soon as you guys started, and like, oh, what was the experience making that? Like, it was badass. It went. Oh, it was it was so good. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we worked with our good friend Vicente um, Cordero. He helped us, um, you know, direct that video as well, and the location. Um, yeah, really, it was awesome because it fit the vision so well, and. Um, just like the filter of it, the props that we had, it just it intertwined so well with the music. Yeah, we had so. such a like a high um, a high regard for that song because the mm -hmm. whole album wasn't actually written at that time. So that right. was like the first track that we we wrote for the album, and it just felt natural to just give it all the love, all the <laughs> all the flair and stuff for the video. So mm -hmm. yeah, it kind of felt like a anime opening. Um, yeah, you know when you're reading it. So honestly, like. It'd really? be perfect as like an opening to your if you guys ever do like a little animation with your comic book. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably work really well. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, that'd be exciting. Yeah, that's the first that we've heard that, so we'll keep that in mind for that sure. Is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that your music in particular lends itself to that genre of animation, like the anime, and you know we've been watching these these crazy uh, anime uh, that we've been talking about. One in particular, like I just mentioned, Attack on Titan. Like this would fit with like one of those intros. Yeah. And maybe yeah. I don't know, maybe like the final season part five. <laughs> <laughs> part twenty, foo. Yeah. There 20. you go. There you go. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, it means a lot. We have an appreciation for, you know, all types of art, too. And, you know, um, hearing that our music kind of fits with, you know, that whole anime, um, you know, world. Like, we've always wanted our music to be, you know, kind of in the background of movies or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, yeah, it serves as that. So, right. definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. moving um, into that, that fantasy realm. You can do a lot with it. So, there's almost nothing limiting you with that whole genre. Um, Thank you. Moving, uh, you mentioned something about uh, your label. So when you were first coming around, uh, starting to think about recording and uh, getting your music together, is this something that you were sort of looking into or were you approached by a label company? Would you be able to explain a little bit more on that? Yeah, um, it happened by chance. Yeah, right? I think it did. Yeah, um, as far as like the whole comic book idea. Or the label. Or the label. The label, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, getting connected with Deco. Um, and actually, you know, at that time, we kind of were looking into um, getting connected with labels because mm -hmm. we know the opportunities that they bring for bands. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it kind of came by chance because we were just mm -hmm. recording, um, you know, with Steve Evans. Um, he was very local to us and he worked yeah. in a lot of the great metal bands like Suicide Silence. And, you know, um, we hit him up and then um, he knew, you know, one of his friends was like a mastering engineer and that's yeah. kind of how it happened because <laughs> he was able to hear our music too through that. Yeah, it was like um like word of mouth pretty much. Right, right. So yeah, thanks to him. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And so what kind of like networking or, or resource resources have you gained from uh, having this label backing you that maybe you wouldn't otherwise have before? Um, I think um, it's just the exposure factor because mm. um, they have a lot more connections than we do. And, you know, just the PR and stuff just yeah. getting the music into those networks where you can't reach as a local band like mm -hmm. um that's what we're really grateful for to have them and um yeah just getting our name out there music um there's a lot yeah <laughs> even some shows coming up like the angel one mm -hmm. you know we wouldn't have that if we didn't have deco so yeah. yeah yeah they support our art a lot it's not just the music it's um yeah exposure and 
also too they give us a lot of creative freedom Mm -hmm. so we're not like limited like they let us be our progressive nerdy selves (laughs) so um yeah we love deco yeah they're great And, and so i take it that this is a label that kind of tailors their kind of their love and appreciation for bands around having them create their own thing. Like they're not giving you notes yeah. like every minute of every day, right? Yeah, yeah. We right. have a, a lot of um, yeah, a lot of space to grow and, and to breathe as well. And they're just there to um, support and take things further. So, right yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, um, I wanted to play the next one. This one's uh, probably my favorite one out of the three. Uh, this one is A Space in the Silence. Is there anything in particular we should know about this one? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And this is actually one of my favorites too. I love um, playing the drums on it. It's it's very open on the chorus, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, So there's a music video out for it too, for those of you guys um, who aren't aware. Um, The music video is, um, it's perfect for this song. It it brings you into that Victorian kind of creepy world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, make sure to check it out. Right on. Well, let's play it. Here we go. Right.
Hell yeah. You know what I appreciate the most out of you is uh, the use of really like well-placed harmonies in these songs. And there's something to say about the harmonies when it comes to siblings. Um, we've talked about it on previous uh, music highlights here on the show where, you know, when siblings do... They, they understand each other and, and you guys are twins. So like, how's the dynamic when it comes to like setting up yourselves up with, you know, like some well-placed harmonies throughout the song? Oh, is yeah. it natural or do you, is there a, like a lot of discussion? Um, it's pretty natural. It's pretty think, natural. Yeah. Sometimes me, since I do mo uh, most of the backup harmonies, like I like to have fun with like literally every line of the song. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so we start harmonizing on the whole song when uh -huh. we're writing and then mm -hmm. we'll kind of like, you know, take certain parts out just because if there's too much harmonies it could take away the heaviness of the song yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah we're always aware like what sounds good and what brings out the song in certain parts like even um the type of harmony too because there's like you know mm -hmm. if we get real geeky with music there's like minor thirds there's like perfect harmonies or take them to that. fifths like alice in chains yeah yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> so dear. it's about like finding the right one that sounds mm -hmm. kind of ominous and where it needs to be and bright where it needs to be yeah yeah yeah. No, that's so cool. Um, and that's always fascinated me, especially when, you know, and I don't come across a lot of siblings that are in bands, but, you know, whenever I have a chance to speak with some, I, I always ask them that. Um, uh, I think one of the more famous ones from way back in the day are the Everly Brothers. They probably have one of the best harmonies ever. Uh, I know it's a way different genre, but <laughs> it's, it's from way back when. But if you listen to their harmonies, okay. because they're siblings, they're, they're like perfect. And there was no pitch correction. There was no auto-tune. Nothing like that back in, what was it, like the early 60s back then? Yeah. You know? I took them out, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That is awesome. Yeah, back yeah. in the day when you were recording, you only have like you know, a certain amount of time you have to get it right in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... Um, I, I, another thing I wanted to touch on was the production value on this on the audio of of your uh, of your songs. Tell tell us about your producer, how that process went about. Yeah, yeah it was really great working with you um, because the studio that we were working at, um, there was so much equipment there, especially for um, you know the guitars and drums, the instruments that we play. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, just to have your own voice, to lock in the room that you wanted. And, um, the same with music, I was kind um, of right behind them, behind the computer, and they're just like working on different songs right now. And, um, I was able to use my actual amp head at the time, but um, for like the second guitars, when we're doubling, we were able to choose like Black Star amps or um, different types of amps, um, Soldano. So, yeah. very good brands. Lots of variety. It was a good candy store. <laughs> just like so much gear. Yeah, but it was great. Right on, right on. Well, that that leads us to the last song in this uh, in this playlist here, "My First Breath." What should we know about this song? Um, yeah. This one, yeah, um, it's a very very fun song that we wrote. Um, probably the quickest that we wrote for the record. Yeah, um, but we've just been playing this one live, and um, we like to give our listeners um, the chance to determine what it means to them. But so. it's kind of interesting though, because um, the lyrical content, like. I won't give, give it away too much, but yeah, a lot of people say that it, it has kind of like a maternal um, kind of concept around it, like mm -hmm. the chorus at least. And then we were intending for that, but I don't know, maybe it relates to the metal moms out there <laughs> in some way. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it's very cool. So it's up to the listener to see what it's about. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's check it out. My First Breath.
Very cool. Very cool. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, I I want to I want to check you guys out live one of these days. I, um, we're out of Ontario. Are are you playing anywhere like around SoCal anytime soon? Oh man, I suppose right just in Ontario. Wow, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. close to us. Uh, yeah. We don't have um, any um, current dates right now, but um, you know, obviously, we're gonna get some more shows before the June dates. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll keep you posted if we're um, you know playing local again. So if yeah. not, I'll, I'll create something and we can share a stage together. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That'd be tough. laughs> D- different yeah. genres, but uh, yeah, we'll 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 make something happen. <laughs> yeah, we're open minded. We, yeah, we love all kinds of music. Right yes. on. Well, uh, let's tell everybody where we can find you again before we uh, before we let you all go. Go ahead. Sure. Yes, we got um, Instagram. So um, at Dianthus Band, mm-hmm. um, D-I-A-N-T-H-U-S Band. And um, we got our website as well, um, DianthusLive.com. And over there, you could check out um, what's happening with us, our shows, merch, um, music, all that cool stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for being on uh, the FUBAR show. Uh, we'll we'll post this up like we do every Monday, and uh, the video component will will go up likely on Tuesdays, like like we tend to. Uh, is it okay to also include your music videos while we uh, while we do the yeah. mu- the video? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll direct all the love to you guys uh, whenever whenever we get, get the opportunity. Um, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed you guys. I've been bumping it like all week. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> just, yes. Yeah. So it's it's really good stuff. And uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough. And hopefully we, we come across you uh, again. And if not, like I said, I'll, I'll make something happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely stay connected. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, it was Joe, Steph and Josh. Yes. Correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You guys rock. Thanks for having us on. And yeah, we need to um, see you guys in person one day. Make a show happen. Well, for sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, and hopefully yeah. your, uh, your comic's out by then. Definitely going to be. And we'll a, talk about it on the show too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. Well, Thanks guys. Jackie and Thanks. Jessica of Dianthus. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Hershey's has a rich history of quality. Candy, confections, theme parks. Such a towering name brand is capable of just about everything, and right away you know it to be of the best quality. That's why Hershey's now introduces Fudge Packers, their new line of butt plugs. Find them in the wide variety of shapes, sizes, colors, and flavors. Fudge Packers, now with almonds. You know, I'm excited, uh, appropriately for episode 269, um, that the uh, fudge packers, are, uh, they, they now come with almonds. Mm. You know, you know, man, it, it's just all kind of wrapping up nicely in a little tin foil, you know, but plugs, right. uh, shaped uh, candy thing. Melt in your ass, not your hand. Not your hand. <laughs> Hey, you know, Isn't I would have used that. Nasty, the dude. Perp- I would have used that tagline I mean, if it was Mars bars, but you know. <laughs> anyway, you know, <laughs> Willy Wonka w- would be rolling over in his grave hearing his music being played. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka was a murderer. Have you seen that movie? 
He killed yeah, children. Fucking no foo. He just made them trip out on some really fucking trippy acid. You know all that candy was laced, dog. You know all that candy was laced. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, what would, what else would make a fat kid dive into a pool of chocolate? I. You tell me. You, you got me, man. Full blown <laughs> diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> diabetes isn't. It doesn't exist in Germany. <laughs> um well and and then uh, i just wanted to give another shout out and a a big thank you for dianthus for joining us in the in the previous segment man uh fun stuff it was amazing yeah great music dude and and we were talking about them about you know uh how their music would uh would just fit so nicely with like an action-packed anime intro um it just tailors itself to that kind of thing or even a dramatic anime like some type of dark dramatic anime Mm -hmm. i feel like these her each of these songs could either be an intro or an outro or some type of like montage scene within the anime itself like dude they i can't wait to see their actual comic book mm-hmm. especially since they tell the stories yeah you know of each song so yeah. oh yeah man yeah the, good, good find food good find yeah more to I, come more to come i love their uh the concept mm-hmm. moving away from the album into a different media i, lo- I love that mm-hmm. and, and and now yeah, like and they're twins so like you know they live with each other so they they can just work all day on this on this stuff you know so uh yeah no big big ups to them man and thank you for being on but uh getting into geeking out man what did you want to start with today well foos um we've had a lot going on this past week but first what i will start off with is uh i recently went to go see uh, sonic the hedgehog 2 oh yeah how with was that? my nephews and uh, little sisters it was amazing foo uh me see yeah i'm seeing that the uh, so rotten good. tomatoes audience is giving it a, a 98 yeah man every bit of it 98 percentage is so accurate it's it's good from start to finish um it's a kids movie so you know you have some kiddie elements to it but by all means it still holds the comedic value um the opening scene uh you foos i'm sure will go watch it um foo i know you don't care about spoilers but quick spoiler alert everyone <laughs> um opening scene is uh, pretty much you see Robotnik on that mushroom planet. And right. you see all his insanity. It's kind of like Castaway, like a whole little Castaway theme he has going on. Oh, with yeah? With it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good, man. So um, I won't give any sparing details, but it's it's a hilarious um, take on it. Jim Carrey just hit this whole movie out of the park. Um, same thing with the rest of the cast, James Marsden. Um, still good as Donut Lord um, from the first one. <laughs> And then uh, Sonic, man, John Ralphio, freaking uh, <laughs> Ralphio. dude, John Ralphio, he's amazing. Uh, I, I'll Ben Schwartz is his actual name. Yeah, he's in a lot of other stuff too. Space Force, if you guys haven't seen that on Netflix, it actually got really funny um, as the second se- first season went on, and second season's pretty good. But um, it's funny because the Foo was sitting next to me, and there's a scene in there where, because um, if you see in the trailer, Ben. Um, Tom, Tom and his wife, they go to Hawaii for her, her sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And so while they're away, Sonic has the house all to himself. So he just does a bunch of crazy shit. Um, like he he brings in the lawnmower in the in the freaking living room and starts cutting up all of the snacks on the floor and like going crazy. Um, he has like this whole like Tom Cruise like risky business montage. Nice. Where he said he's wearing a toga and a bunch of gold chains. And then um, 
before they leave it's funny when they go to hawaii he pretend he has the whole ring portal behind him but then he has this fake tsa like metal detector dog. and him and the dog are both wearing like sunglasses and he's just like all right ma'am he's all okay um s- sections a through uh one a through um 1B or 2A are now ready for boarding. And so then the woman's walking up. She's like, oh, oh hold, hold on, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're not in group one and two. Please wait. And then he just kind of waits on the side. He's like, okay, group three. Everyone else, you can board now. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, it, it's so good. And then um, so him and the little dog are on the couch about to watch a movie. And so he tells the dog, all right, it's your turn to pick the movie. And no, we're not going to be watching Snow Dogs. It's the worst. As soon as he did that, the food turns to me. He's like, oh, wait. Is Sonic played by oh John Ralphio? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, oh my god. He's like, I can't picture anything but John Ralphio. Oh, how does he not know this? I don't know, but he's just like, dude, that made this even better because Sonic's comedic. Everything about Sonic was doing in the movie was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you start introducing like um, Knuckles and Tails. It takes you back to the old style of the game. Mm-hmm. I remember when Knuckles first kind of arrived in Sega. I don't know if you guys ever played um, the old Sega Sonic. Oh yeah, when it was on there. I had friends um, who owned it. Yeah, I yeah, had, dude. I, I remember. That friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. Um, I played the first one. I loved it. And so then when we got the second Sonic game, um, as soon as we saw Tails, I was like, "What the hell? That dude looks badass." And we're like, wait, why is he so hard to beat? Like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then you play as him. I'm like, oh, dude, he's awesome. You can climb up on the walls and all the other shit that he, you see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, it, it was so good. And then at the very end, um, you know, from start to finish, it was great. The little scenes, you they even pulled a lot from the games and even from the storyline. And they left a little Easter egg at the end of the movie, Foo, signaling a sequel. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. And so, you don't have to give anything away. I, I take it that they, if this is Jim Carrey's last movie, then, you know, they defeated him, and maybe there's another villain. That's my guess. So, they are saying at the end that they defeated him. Okay. They don't show his body um, at the very end of the movie, similar to how, like, the last one. Mm-hmm. But they do show that his influence is still around. So, and his uh, henchman is still around. So, possibly his henchman becomes another villain, villainous character. Mm-hmm. Um, it is possible. I think there's more than just Dr. Dr. Eggman has disciples yeah. after just him. Okay. Um, there's like a few of them. So, yeah. yeah. And in this next one, um, so it's pretty much out there already, Foos. But they've teased the uh, Sonic's biggest villain and arch rival. None other than uh, Shadow. Shadow Shadow. the Hedgehog. Oh. So, number three, we're going to be getting Shadow the Hedgehog. And Shadow the Hedgehog is every bit the antithesis Mm -hmm. of uh, Sonic. Sonic's, you know, the extroverted, you know, goofy, Mm -hmm. comedic, you know, sarcastic little... He's the Wario for Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Wario to Sonic, yeah. Mm -hmm. Except he's he's more dark. He's not afraid to kill people. Okay. Um, he's a loner, but he does have some some type of sense of justice, just more of like a dark sense of justice. Okay. Um, so it's going to be pretty dope to see because, um, and you'll see it in the movie, but 
I 100% agree with the 98%. Um, but, you know, as my, you know, overall rating, I would give it an 8.5. It's still a kiddie movie, but it's by far an amazing kiddie movie. Yeah. And it, it's definitely worth it if adults want to go see it. If, if, it if, has a lot of If animation has taught us anything in the last 20 years is that, you know, it can be tailored for kids and adults with like even like little jokes that only adults really get or have these double entendres. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can, I can never say that that it. word <laughs> after watching uh, the league anymore. No, no. For those no who watch the league, entendre. it's Andre now. It's Entendre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. I'm excited to go watch it. Um, it, it I'm ex- tomorrow. Steph and I have plans to watch this other movie that um, it fits perfectly into geeking out, especially with you know, it's not it's not a Marvel movie, but. With the discussion of the multiverse and everything like that, there's this other movie that just came out that I think is very much up our alley. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And to me, it's not getting the attention that it deserves. And I hope that they prove me right tomorrow when we go check this movie out. It's getting 97% critics and 94% audience score. And um, here, let me try to pull up a synopsis here. When an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. It's rated R. It's in English, um, but it's a, it's like an all-Asian cast. And um, let's see, the protagonist here, or at least the, uh, the, the, the main the main character uh, is the actress Michelle Yeoh, and she plays a character called Evelyn Wang. And she, I've, I've checked out the trailers on this, and it's all over the place, so I can't make sense of it. Uh, all I know is that it's a it's a multidimensional kind of movie where she goes from one world to the other and tries to solve problems that happen. I'm excited for this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. that it actually sounds pretty badass, and it's uh, produced by the Russo brothers, mm-hmm. yep. Anthony and Joe Russo. So. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, and is it only playing this weekend, or so it's it's like in limited release. So maybe it, it by all accounts, it seems like the, it was they had a good budget, but maybe not for marketing <laughs> because I I'm not seeing this everywhere. Um, it's a two hour and twelve minute movie. So, but that doesn't warrant them not like actually pushing this movie, especially with the ratings it's getting, and um, like it's you're, you're not seeing it like. In, in more than one kind of like theater room. Uh, so it's only in one room in the AMC bias that we're going to go check out when, you know, mm-hmm. meanwhile, you have fucking Morbius in multiple rooms, <laughs> which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Foo, it's just not fair. Mm. It's yeah, not this fair, is the world food. we they, live in, everybody. I mean, Steph, as Steph Shh. is evidence enough, Foo, sometimes Shh. people don't account for quality. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I encourage everybody to check this out and and let us know what you think. We're going to go check this out tomorrow, uh, the day before this podcast releases. So Mm -hmm. by then, we would have already seen it and uh, and then taken our weekly trip to Costco. Yes. Uh, But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's it uh, for for my end. What else did you want to discuss? Well, I mean, that's not just the only thing that's been happening. Um, We've actually had some bad news recently. What's that? Um, We already talked about Morbius. Oh, no, no, no. Well, we're, we're always talking about Morbius. We're always talking about Morbius. 
And fact, Foo, here's another meme. Uh, Morbius wasn't <laughs> oh even that God. bad. <laughs> it just, it wasn't that bad. It just needed better acting, casting, plot, directing, characters, effects, lighting, scenes, structure, soundtracks, and editing. That's it. Yeah, just that. Dude. You know, at this, at this point, you guys are going to talk so much more about Morbius than the actual <laughs> length of the movie. Just watch the movie. That's my goal, Foos. That's my goal. Yeah. To have more content than the movie itself so that people only look at our content. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, just like the Will Smith slap, you know, that lasted like, what, no more than 10 to 15 seconds? We, we could talk about this thing all day. Yeah. <laughs> Over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steph's just bitter, bitter, bitter. You guys are going to love this movie, okay? (laughs) You're going to love it. You know what? Just because you said that, I already have an inherent prejudice towards this movie, so I'm going to hate it. You know, I know the food's going to... Even if I like it. The food's going to like it more than you. This is going to be my new Everclear. Oh, I may like sake. it, but I will never... uh, But I never tell you. I will uh, (laughs) never tell you if I do or if I don't. I know you like them. I know you no, like them. Him. He likes them. You have no evidence. You have no evidence. For <laughs> he has your... such, such a hatred it's in your towards iPod. them. It's in your fucking No, it's not, Foo. How, how do you know? You know nothing. All right. Where's this evidence? You show me your phone. You have to get a fucking warrant up. to show my phone. Open it up. Taking yeah. it to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're playing well, soon. You want to go? <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, shut oh, up. see? Shut up. <laughs> Well, Foos, and other worse news, Ezra Miller is just tanking it, oh. dog. He's just, he's throwing it all away. Dude, it all yeah, away. so much so that uh, Warner Brothers had an emergency meeting on whether or not they need to release this movie that already got pushed back to March of 2023 for The Flash. And they're really trying to downplay that because, um, yeah, Rolling Stones did um, report that they did have an emergency meeting of Warner Brothers to pretty much kick or stop all future projects with Ezra Miller, not only with, um, you know, DC properties, but also with, you know, the whole um, Harry Potter and, and other works that they had in play. So Warner Brothers, but then Warner Brothers, I'm assuming they paid IGN to put out a report and say, no, there's there's nothing going on. We didn't have a meeting. We're not concerned. Mm. It's like, Dick, you got to be concerned. This is like a huge star. There was already reports that he was being a, you know, piece of shit or a little, you know, asshole on set. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised if they either one replaced him. But the problem is they'd have to do, redo all of these shots you know, that they've done and delay the movie even longer. And he's the protagonist, so he's like in virtually every shot. Or create, you know, be creative with the ending so that a different Flash takes over. Potentially like a Wally West or, you know, who knows? Because they're doing Flashpoint, so Flashpoint, they can go in any direction since it's a multiversal type of movie. Just do Grant Gustin already. I mean, dog, you're telling me. And Grant Gustin's actually been saying he wants to leave the TV show mm-hmm. Flash because he wants to do more. He wants to do more like movies and other stuff. So, yeah, um, dude, I agree. I, he the, he should have been the Flash to begin with. I was upset that they even decided to go with a different Flash. Um, it's Warner Brothers, dude. They're all over the place. You're telling me. You're telling me, man. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm really hopeful that it's not going to ruin the quality of the movie. Um, especially since it's in featuring Michael Keaton's return as the OG Batman, which is just that's really going to upset me if it somehow. I really that, hope that, that 
I really hope that 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 dovetails into a Batman Beyond flick, you know, a little later on. And it it should do because this is the perfect opportunity for them to do something a little bit more original Mm -hmm. with Batman. Like, it's still Batman. It's just, it's not the Bruce Wayne that we're all used to. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different take on Batman. And it's it's what we need at this point. Like, everyone's done the Bruce Wayne character. And don't get me wrong. I've loved every iteration of it. You know, except for George Clooney. Um, but, you know, every other iteration. Like bat nipples, um, dude? <coughs> oh, God. You're killing them. <laughs> oh, oh, no. They brought up the bat nipples. The bat nipples. Come on. I'm having a... <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, no, foo. I did not like the. Bat oh, okay. Ones. I All did right. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was uh, that was a uh, cheerful choke. <clears throat> no, foo. I was gasping because I was almost gonna die from such a such a travesty of a mention. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm fine now. I'm fine now. Okay. But it, yeah, I mean, everyone's done the Batman character too much. So now let's do a little something different. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting a little, you know, going a little different, which is what kind of they're doing with Superman. Now they're saying that um, they're going to be replacing um, Henry Cavill, or they're not going to be moving forward with Henry Cavill as Superman in the near future. Jesus. They're going to be focusing on Supergirl. Okay. Um, so, I don't who's coming that, out in the new Henry Flash Henry Cavill movie. is Superman. He's oh, he's man. not going to be replaced. Okay. They're just going to focus mostly on Supergirl him? now. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Like, you know, they're, they're not going to have him featured in quite some time. Probably like in another Supergirl or probably in Supergirl. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll probably he'll probably be in there, but then something happens. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. For they're still kind of up in the air as far as that Supergirl property. Um, and uh, yeah, Foo, I mean, Ezra Miller's just fucking this shit up. He was kind of already a dark horse to begin with, so uh, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens there, foo. Um, and then, you know, leading into the bulletin stuff, since we're pretty much there already, um, we had this last episode of Moon Knight, episode two. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. I freaking thought it was badass. But Steph, you brought up that there was something um, actually unique about these Moon Knight episodes that I ac- I actually did not know about. So this came up uh, randomly on my my Instagram feed and somebody had pointed out that there is a QR code um, at the storage unit that you can scan and it will take you to uh, Marvel comics and it gives you a free issue of Moon Knight for that week. And I guess there was one in the previous episode as well, Mm -hmm. which is it's in the museum next to one of the statues and so I think mm. moving forward, there might be another QR code every episode. That's mm. clever as fuck. So you that get is. to know a little bit more about Moon Knight in that way because the comics change weekly. These are literal live action like Easter eggs that you can participate yeah. in. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah, it looks like um, the issues that they've had are issues 32 and 33 of Werewolf by Night. Varmel's... Uh, foremost book of lycanthropic horror of the 1970s um and those issues it looks like um the issues are more famous today for being the very first moon knight story ever told in which the in which the fist of conchu was hired to capture jack russell the (laughs) title i'm not making this shit up jack russell the titled werewolf Hmm. (laughs) oh werewolf named jack russell (laughs) 
That's a he's dog's this, name. <laughs> he's got the scruffy little beard and everything. He could jump really high. <laughs> Jumps really high. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a walking tablecloth. There you go. There you go. Like Zero from fucking uh, uh, Nightmare Before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, from Nightmare Before Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Woofs and dead. Yeah, that's... That's pretty cool. And I actually, I love the horror theme that we're getting from, you know, Moon Knight. They're very much taking it back to like the classic black and white kind of horror, Mm -hmm. you know, like the old mummy movies, the old Dracula and like werewolf movies. So, um, I'm, I'm along for the ride, bro. Like they got me, they got me hooked, Mm -hmm. especially episode two. Like that was awesome. Nice. All right. Well, um, uh, continuing on with the bulletin, I wanted to talk about Bruce Willis, man. Um, he just uh, said that he's going to be retiring from acting. And uh, the reason for that is because he was diagnosed with aphasia. For those who aren't familiar, uh, aphasia is a language disorder caused by damage in a specific area of the brain that controls language expression and comprehension. So uh, aphasia leaves a person unable to communicate effectively with others. Many people have aphasia as a result of a stroke. And Steph, you actually deal with a lot of people with aphasia on a day-to-day basis, right, at work? I do, because uh, I work for a stroke center. Uh And so most of my patients do have aphasia. And one of the most frustrating things about aphasia is their inability to communicate. So they have to learn new techniques on how to communicate if they've lost their voice or even have lost their, you know, facial expression. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 they're not saying he had a stroke and, right. and, and, and by all accounts, at least visually with pictures and videos that I've seen of him being posted of just recent, you know, just recently of him, um, doesn't indicate that he had a stroke. Um, at least it was. And if he did, it wasn't a bad, a bad enough one where he lost the ability to move around because you can have a mild stroke. But right. I mean, what other thing would cause this? Just a, just a brain degenerating. It might even be something like a brain tumor, so not necessarily a stroke, but something that's messing with his mm. um, frontal cortex, or even the Broca's area of the brain. Yeah, that's affecting his speech. Mm-hmm. Who it, knows? They they probably won't even. We'll probably never know. That's true. Yeah, that's. That's it's sad too, especially to see uh, such a, a former A-list actor, you know, going through stuff like this. Yeah. And what's even more fucked up is that, like, the Razzies committee <laughs> had nominated him. They gave him his, his own category. Movie. Yeah, they gave him his own category because he made so many bad movies in a row. I think uh, I, I'm going to be wrong, but. I think in 2021 alone, he made like something like 11 movies. I'm sure I'm wrong. It's probably Damn. already that's a, a double digit amount of movies in one year um, is a lot, especially Did if you have to travel and, and learn lines. And I don't know, man. Do, do you think I mean, another qu- it begs the question, how long has he known that he's had aphasia? Yeah, I mean, it's at at least started developing over the last couple of years. And um, actually, Foo, the uh, the Razzies retracted the category. Mm -hmm. Um, The worst performance, um, the the worst Bruce Willis performance category was uh, was the name of that. And oh, that sucks. That that sucks, man. I feel for him. Um, But Jesus, he's (laughs) probably doling out that many movies just to, you know, he's like, I'm going out with a bang. Well, they're not like, you know, heavy hitting movies. Like, we're not going to see them hit like 
the motion picture fucking you know spectrum of like high action movies um because he's not getting those phone calls anymore so i think these are going to be like b movies that he's made and a lot are still yet to come out um but uh yeah i mean more i i just i feel for the guy because you know he's he's been a staple in in hollywood for a very long time he's been in a lot of good movies uh he's been in a lot of bad movies but he's yeah. been in a lot of good movies too uh iconic movies um one of the best christmas movies ever made die hard uh-huh. die hard you know we play it every year in Dude, december every year food. die hard with a vengeance <laughs> it's my favorite one yeah oh yeah the one with um was Jeremy Irons and Samuel Jackson and Samuel Jackson? Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Oh, that was the best one, one. Mm-hmm. best one, foods. Yeah, that's that's sad, man. Um, but you know what? We we our well wishes are sent out to you, Bruce Willis, and um, hopefully you can go out gracefully, man. Yeah, man. Um, upcoming movies we got. Uh, you know, obviously Fantastic Beasts three, which is coming out this. Uh, upcoming friday on the 15th so far rotten tomatoes um has a 59 percent the audience score will you know remain to be seen um imbd has it as a 6.8 out of 10 and uh i mean i'm interested in seeing it just because i saw the other two and i just kind of want to um you know just finish it off Tight see where they're going it. with this particular yeah, yeah you know because i want to see where they were going as far as with the story itself right i was very much you know a reader of the harry potter movies and their lore so that that alone is what's intriguing me Mm -hmm. um but i will give it an honest review after watching it unlike stuff uh but you know honest and um you know logical you know because that's that's all we are here on the fubar show Mm. um you know we're honest and logical right steph this is just a movie rating podcast (laughs) for your listening pleasure oh (laughs) jeez Pleasure is uh, up for everyone else's debate, but you know we'll see. <laughs> oh, whoa. Um, and then uh, are we are we actually pulling this out of our ass today? Did you have anything more in the bullets in there, Josh? Before I move on, no, foo. It's it's time for some doom scrolling. Some doom scrolling with Steph. So what do you have for us today, there, Steph? We haven't done this in like, a month. Yeah, because we've had guests on, and okay. you know, and then I wasn't as doom scrolling as much because I've been trying to reduce my screen time. But um, here we are. Uh, so pull up the browser. Okay. And, uh, Pulling and, up and, the browser. Uh, close the porn. Okay. T- type in foddy.net, F O D D Y dot net, dot net. Okay. slash athletics uh-huh. dot HTML. All right. And so what you will see is a is game that you can use with your keyboard so it's better if you're at it like a laptop or desktop rather mm-hmm. than on your mobile phone okay you're gonna use only four keys q w <laughs> o and p all right there's this guy like at a, at a starting line like he's racing and like he's gonna do some kind of dash and i and and the q and the w can throw control his thighs and the o and the p control his calves Right. And I'm guessing you're supposed to make him run. You, you're supposed to make him run with only those four buttons. Oh, there you go. Oh, <laughs> and he's dead. And this is on like Flappy Bird level because the physics don't make any sense. His legs never work. Yeah, he just, and oh, God. He ends up somersaulting backwards half the time. And he's, you actually. He just felt lo- like a family guy character. You just lose. Like it starts you off at zero meters, right? 
and then half the time you're trying to figure out the buttons you actually I can't get ne- past 1.4 meters you go back negative meters half the time as well and he's like constantly doing the splits why would anybody want to play this landing on the back of his head uh, and Steph, what is the what is the name of this again it's foddy.net f-o-d-d-y are are you looking at it right now there josh i am looking at it right now are you trying to play it i'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard dude this guy just falls every time and you can't move him forward like the fuck and he fell on his head again (laughs) it's flappy bird status flappy bird you can at least advance with flappy Mm, bird but you can never make it in between those whatever pipes do you remember what your uh, high score on flappy bird was back way way back when i think i got up to 25 oh i probably got in I the got 80s 89 i think yeah holy shit yeah but yes i can't so, get I'm this guy if, not to die see because oh. you have to move, you have to move the thighs and the calves together so i'm wondering if there's like a rhythm you have to do like thigh calf thigh oh, calf thigh i got calf. to 1.9 meters tap, 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 oh you tap, got tap, me tap, beat tap, by tap. just a tad bit more meters best 1.4 he's just doing the moonwalk now all right you know what fuck this <laughs> this came out in 2008 right this so looks the, like the, the copyrights only until 2015 yeah they just gave up this on is it like when i walk home drunk <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm trying to run in my dreams yeah doesn't happen it's just not happening. All right. Well, uh, Foddy.net, if you want to, let's just say you're having a great day. Like everything's just going right. If you want to ruin that, go to F-O-D-D-Y.net slash athletics.html. And um, it'll be sure to ruin your day. Mm-hmm. All right. It's ruining mine. <laughs> Usually you can't advance. Oh, boy. Look, if anybody can get past two meters, let us know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm to it. I know. I know. So, uh, where are you at right now, there, Josh? Two point two. Two point two meters. Awesome. 2. All right, Holy riveting. Shit. Fuck this game. Uh, fuck everybody who <laughs> plays it and <laughs> plays it well. And that's been another Doom Scrolling with Steph. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to be enough of that. And so, everybody, stick around for Fubar Sports. Introducing Marianne Ginger Snacks. Soothe indigestion, sore throat, cold, and cough with this tasty treat brought to us by Sherwood Schwartz. A Gilligan's Island reference in 2022? Is this even necessary? Why so soon, you may be asking? Well, we're here to look you straight in the eye with tongue to cheek and a wink to say this. Marianne Ginger Snacks. Find it in the Gilligan Isle. Well, it's another uh, emo version of FUBAR Sports today there, Josh. Tell us what's going on there. The hits just keep on coming, Fu. Um, today, we actually lost a um, you know a good, decent quarterback by the name of Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, recently was signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he was a backup for them last year. And um, it was reported today that on the... On the Florida Highway, on the South Florida Highway, um, he was struck by a dump truck while walking. Oh. 
um, along the highway. Um, they don't really know why he was down the highway to begin with. This was on um, westbound lanes of uh, I-595 where oncoming traffic was. And um, he was down in South Florida training with some other teammates uh -huh. um, such as Mitch Trubisky and other wide receivers. So he could have just been potentially on a morning run. Um, you know, I know a lot of athletes go on like really long, exhaustive runs, especially when they're in like a countryside like that. So yeah. um, he could have possibly been on a run and just because he was running towards oncoming traffic, he probably got clipped. Um, you know, we're not sure. But yeah, it's it's pretty sad to see this. He was only 24 years old, um, really young. And there was a lot of speculation that he was going to turn his career around in um, Pittsburgh, especially with Big Ben um, retiring. And um, they just got Mitch Trubisky as more of like a, another, let's see if we can restore this young guy's, mm -hmm. um, this young prospect's um, career. And it's sad, man. Um, I was really rooting for him. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough one to lose, especially one so young. He had a great career um, in Ohio State where he played. And that's what made everyone think he was going to be a badass, you know, NFL quarterback. And unfortunately, it just it never happened in his short time. But um, yeah, man, it'll you know he'll be definitely be missed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in other news, foos, um, though not as sad as a death, it is a death of sorts. Um, the Lakers mean? did oh. not make the playoffs this year, and in fact, shocking. Wow. They look like garbage foo hot garbage it, it's the season has just been a disaster <laughs> russell wilson just should not have been traded for in fact there has been speculation and rumors that either the lakers going are going to trade him or they may just straight up pay him off and be like look bro because they owe him 40 like 42 million this year and um, because that was his previous contract he signed in Washington. So they were stuck with this bullshit contract, which is why we can't trade for anyone. And they're just thinking about trading him like 20 million or 30 million. Like, bro, just leave. Like, well, we, we, we don't want you here. Like, you're becoming more of a hindrance and a distraction than really, a, you know, a benefit. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't help that you have street clothes, um, you know, always getting hurt. Um, AD, uh, a.k.a. street clothes. <laughs> yeah. And LeBron now, he's getting older, so he's going to be injured a lot more. So we need guys that are going to, you know, step up and, you know, take the reins. And it does not look like it didn't happen. It was really one of the most disappointing Laker teams I've seen since the Carl Malone, um, Gary Payton um, finals loss. That was super disappointing, you know. So, but this, this trumps that for sure. <laughs> for yeah, sure. It's been a disaster of a season. Considering I mean, the level of talent that's on board. Exactly. It's like, what I the mean, granted, hell happened? They are older players. All of them are very much seasoned vets. You know, the definition of seasoned vets. But that they should have done better. And They're collaborating like they're rookies, though. Like, you, they should know yeah. better and how to work together as a team. I think that the egos and personalities won't allow them, probably. No, it, they just don't blend at all. Um, I don't think they really understood what they were getting with um, w with Russell Westbrook. And 
it, it just did not work out. This is what happens when you listen to LeBron James and let him make your team and try to make a fantasy football, uh, basketball team. You know, you know more than anything. You know what this reminds me of. You remember when uh, when Stan in South Park tried to put together a dance group so that they can. <laughs> So that thing can go and, 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 and serve, you know, another dance group team. You know, they got they got the goth guy, right? They got yeah. uh, they got a duck, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then yeah. who else did they get? They get the hooter the the little oh, um the, hooters girl. Or the what is it, uh, raisins? What are they called? Raisins, yeah. The raisins <laughs> girl. Um and then they got their version of Russell Westbrook, aka Butters. Butters. Oh, he's the tap dancer. <laughs> and the reason why I call him the version of Russell Westbrook is because at the end, when he finally joins their team, he ends up kicking his shoe into the rafters and knocking down a, a beam like. and killing everyone in the audience that just goes into this spirals out of control. <laughs> and he's just left there traumatized. No! Oh! Yeah, yeah. That's what the Lakers were this year. That's exactly what the Lakers are this year. Well, time to move on to baseball, Foo. And thank goodness we, we finally have baseball back. Mm-hmm. It's It's been sorely missed. And you know what? We were off to a good start. Dodgers won. Um, you know, Bueller won his opening day debut. Uh, they beat the Rockies. Um, that is pretty much where, who we're... That's our opening weekend opponent. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it, man. I, I miss it. I'm so happy that we got the universal dh in um you know we have the ghost runners which i have we haven't seen yet because we haven't haven't had any extra inning games but i'm really curious to see how that actually works in a live game and then now foo um this is a story that i missed last week but there is a new technology that they've introduced into the mob um that will now allow pitchers and catchers and the defense to signal and send themselves signals via radio transmissions. Oh! Or like little, like so the the pitcher and catcher, like everyone will have like a little transmitter in their glove that they can like tap. And that's will tell them, that'll tell them like the differences in the shift. It'll tell them which pitch count they want. And so like it's easier than just doing signs. Now they're just going to have like taps in the uh, in their gloves. Like doing like strange Morse little buttons. code and, and shit and or what? Yeah, essentially, that's really what it's going to be. Morris code. They're they're just repurposing Morris code. Wow. For the uh, the pitching signals. That's interesting. So now the Astros have they they can't cheat like that anymore. No, they can't. Boo. They can't. Does it? The MLB said. Unless they, uh, you're a move, Astros. Unless they tap into that radio frequency. Well, that's why they did that because it is a proprietary, um, you know, a private and heavily secured okay. um, type of frequency that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And this was just purely for the whole anti-signaling, um, you know, gate kind of thing. Right. So, I'm really curious to see if uh, somehow, like, if there's going to be malfunctions. For instance, let's say <laughs> that the pitcher, the catcher, is saying, "Hey, I want a fastball." And the pitcher's like, oh, you want a curveball? Okay. Throws the curve. Hey, boom, ball gets past him. I would not be surprised if we see little And then we see like a that. couple runs come through. Yeah. You're going to It's probably going to hear the Benny things. Hill music start playing. You <laughs> 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 see the gorilla come onto the field. Yeah. Trying to help yeah. him catch like, How'd that get there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dudes. But uh, let's, uh, let's try to go to a game, man. Um, I'm down to go for another San Diego trip. Oh, hell catch yeah. a Padres game. Yeah. Or poss- possibly a San Francisco trip. 
yeah, a Giants Dodgers game. Yeah, let's just try to do something like that. Or if I got Arizona too, right next door. Oh, exactly right. Actually, yeah, let's try. Let's try to hit at least all three this summer, foos. Try uh, to hit our next about door Oakland? neighbors. Oh no 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 no! We don't talk about we don't talk about Oakland. No no no. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course there's there's our our our, our red neighbors, uh, the Angels. Yeah, the Angels who, but you know what? They the only draw is Shohei Otani. Otani, dude, and it's Babe Ruth, dude. I I would actually be very interested in just going to see when he pitches, or you know if he's for sure gonna be batting. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I'm I'm down to see him. Um, tick, Angels tickets are cheap. Yeah, uh, I don't know about the Angels versus Dodger tickets. Usually those are pretty expensive since right. they're freeway. You know, freeway well, it's, series, it's the rivalry too. Yeah, the freeway exactly. rivalry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, man, let's let's try to hit all of them. Um, I'm so down for this. I love that baseball's back and that everything's finally opening. Mm-hmm. We can enjoy it now. So, oh, so exciting, foos. Well, what else is exciting this weekend? And um, it's actually that none other than Tiger Woods has returned to the course foo he's finally back and hitting the green and um this is on the stem uh, you know on the heels of him returning from his pretty gruesome um, car accident that he suffered last year Mm -hmm. one in fact that everyone believed he was not going to survive um it was a very high chance that he was not going to survive that he almost lost his leg um and he had to have hip surgery and right a lot the big thing going into this weekend was whether he was going to be able to survive the full you know four day weekend because mm-hmm. everything started on thursday and and you know even though golf is not necessarily a high athletic you know high octane type of sport mm-hmm. the the sudden movements and the torque that goes within each of these movements it's a lot. is it's yeah. a lot so for him to be able to at least withstand just the basic movement of going up and down, you know, the actual grass and then be able to, you know, still golf, it's it's miraculous. And um, it was pretty exciting the first two days. He did not end today very well. Um, so it's hard to say if he will make it and get the green jacket one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually missing six majors from tying um, all-time great Jack Nicklaus mm-hmm. for most majors ever won. And he's much younger than Nicholas because Nicholas actually won his six, uh, you know, his think his forty eighth or forty second major when he was like sixty one. Jesus 62. Christ! Yeah, and Tiger Woods is only forty six, man. Like he's still relatively young. He can young still man. do it. He can still do it. It's just a matter of his health. He needs to. Yeah. He needs to work back um, because, like in today's um, round, I was watching it. He was walking around the green with a limp. Mm-hmm. like you could tell the limp was getting pretty bad and so it's like oh like maybe he should have sat out this particular major but dude it's the masters he, you have to go for the masters it's one of the prestigious one of the most prestigious golf awards right. um you can win yeah championships you can win so we're rooting for you tiger but uh you know on to the next one if you can't can't get this one man yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, let's see what happens. Uh, again, like you said, he's young, and to be fair, you know, um, uh, I'm sure that when uh, when when the old when the older uh, record was set, um, that's a that's a time when everybody was probably drunk and smoking, and uh, you know, while they were putting on the field. So, I'm sure they had a couple of glasses of scotch foo hidden in their fucking caddy bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's not like, it's not impossible, but yeah, more more power to them. 
exactly foo mm. well foo i think that's it for me dog all right man uh well let's just, let me just play the outro here And yeah, man, I, I just, uh, again, I wanted to just thank uh, Dianthus for uh, being on the show today and uh, looking forward to having other other bands like this on the show uh, now that, you know, COVID is, is becoming less and less of a topic. Um, we're hopefully able to get more people in studio, too. And I'll probably try to give this place a, a little bit of a facelift so that it's not so cramped in here because it could get better. I mean, I think we could all agree the space in here could be better. <laughs> Uh, and more inviting Perfect. for um, for for guests. So um, less less dungeon-y feel, foo. Nah, we that want our guests like to feel like they're about to get murdered. Well, the shackles are a nice touch. Uh, I know, but the lighting—it's the lighting. Oh, the lighting! All right, yeah, I got to work on the lighting. Um, all right, well, you know, I'll I'll take notes if you got them. Um, but yeah, man, that's going to do it for, for another, uh, FUBAR show podcast today. No real programming news, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let y'all know as, as we go. But, uh, thank y'all very much for listening into the FUBAR show. Remember to hit subscribe and be sure to rate review and tell a friend like a freaking champion. You can also listen in and get our swag at foobarshow.com. That's F double O bar show.com and follow F double O bar show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Join in, drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And Seth. Signing off for Dianthus saying, don't be-